Welcome back, everybody, to Season 5 of Rants, Raves, Questions, and Quotes. I am your host, Mr. Rants, and I'm glad you came back. There's been a few changes. We are no longer under the Anchor platform. We are now on the Podbean platform for the podcast. And uh, we've made a few other changes as well, but I'm glad you came back. It's a new season. It's a new year. uh, And uh, looks like we're going to have a lot more fun in the upcoming days. Uh, again, I am not a licensed therapist, doctor, clinician, whatever the hell you want to call me. I'm just a guy that uh, likes to put his little rant and rave and uh, take on the world and uh, questions that come up and uh, things he finds interesting and wants to talk about. So thanks for sticking around. Again, as always, you can reach me at my email, mrrants50 at gmail.com or my blog at my rrqq wordpress.com thanks for being here and sticking around and look forward to talking to you soon we got a beautiful story Okay, guys, we're back with part two. This is going to be a smaller part because we're both tired and we want to call it a day. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the break, we were discussing free will (laughs) and religion. So to give a little background, this is is my question for you. And Mm -hmm. and, and give me your take. I did a podcast episode a little bit ago. Yes. About free will. And, you know, it says – how do I explain it? We have the free will. We can make our choices. I can make my choice to leave now. I can do this. I can do that or whatever. But there's also references in parts of the Bible that says uh, even before we were in our mother's womb, God knew us. There are parts that say uh, – and I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember the exact yes. uh scripture. But basically it says that God knows what we're going to do our entire lives. And how we're going to end up. So by that, do we really have free will if it's already laid out? Because we're not going to surprise him if he knows everything we've done. As human, but not as per, like that's just my my view on it, you know. It's as human in general, yes. God already knows what's going to happen to you. You're a human. You're going to be born. You're going to grow up. You're going to get old. And you're going to die. Yes. But God gave us free will. That's, again, I put the saying that they say you're, uh, you're on God's image. How do you say it? Right. You're right. like you're in God's born in, image. Born in God's image. Born right? in God's image. is like we have our own will that we can decide just like how God can decide for our own self. We can also decide for our own self. But I don't believe that. I think that's more of like a religion thing. They kind of force that to put people in control in a way. You know, they put that that God already, everything's written for you by details. How you're going to be, who you're going to get married, who you're going to, how many kids you're going to have. You that's If you say that's how it is, that means you don't have free will. That means we don't have right. Free will. That's what I. That's so, what I was wondering because. Yeah, so we can't say that God knows us as a human. Yes, He already knows what's going to happen to you. 
He already knows when you're going to grow up, you're going to be older. Right. You know you're going to die. But, but in the scriptures, though, and, and, and again, I can't, I can't yes. give the exact scriptures because I don't remember yes. without looking we, them up. We would have to look it but, up a little bit and uh, go through more detail. But it's this like <laughs> he knows, okay, he, you and, know, um, if, if that's the case that we're all born in this as sinners. Yes. And we have to come to him and have to accept him and be born again and, and all that other stuff. If he already knows the path of our lives, he already knows if we're going to become Christians or not. He already knows if we're going to accept and and continue on in that in that realm, or if we're just going to totally turn our backs on it and say no. I mean, so again, that's more of a religion thing. I believe so. You know, like uh, you know, like mainly we go with ten the ten amendments, right, right, and the ten amendment. That's the only kind of the Bible been written by people from our. How we got educated in church in Iraq growing up, you know, the Bible been trans, God been like in those people's mind or in their head, like it came down to them as spiritually, you know, back then people were very spiritual, of course, also. They didn't have all these things that get distracted on. They, they had right. only, they had to have technology or nothing. So people were very spiritual. I'm, it only makes sense, you know, you're a very right, spiritual right. person. So you're always sinning, thinking within yourself. So those thoughts came to you, came through God, and people wrote the Bible. It just again, those people who wrote this Bible, it just God came to them, and like they had those ideas, and they wrote it in the Bible. It's been translated. It just kind of to help us as a human race understand life more, how we can evolve as a human, and how we can it can help our life. Again, religion is like a school for us. It's like how we can learn about life and how we can help us understand life as much as we can. Of course, our mind can only, right, our conscious can only handle but much. You know, like to a certain point, I've, I believe like sometimes if we, if we knew everything, maybe you, you would probably collapse well, like from the truth. From right, like, I mean, because that's... Like the truth would be too harsh for you to 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 like accept like it wouldn't ma- so God give us everything for this time. That's why we have to have belief and hope. I believe so. That everything comes within time. That like everything comes within time to you. Like why didn't we have phones back in Jesus' time? Because like everything happened is evolution of life. Right. Where right. life started and everything happened. So. The same with religious. Like when it happened back, the religious people wrote the Bible, and there was God's word coming out of people's mind, though. So we we are very religious people. I grew up in a very religious family, so we definitely follow the Bible as much as we can, hundred percent, like everything, as much as we can. We definitely believe that God already knows like what's going to happen to us. We we believe that. I grew up believing that God already knows what I'm going. I have hope. That good thing is going to happen to my life. But that comes down to it again. If you don't do something, you God give you the blessing. Gave you the blessing already. You're talking. You're walking. You can hear. You can sense and you can think for your own self. So God already gave you the blessing that you need. You know, you got to go out and do the work. True, you know? true. But, uh, so, okay, but... <laughs> dealing dealing with with things like in today's time, it says uh, I believe it's in Revelations. I don't again, don't quote me. Yes. Uh, that it says you know that 
near the end of time, when, when Jesus is prophesied to come back in the second coming, that there's going to be like, uh, again, I'm not a theologian, so yes. I don't know all of this, but he's going to put like blinders. I don't think nobody knows. But he's going to put like blinders <laughs> just... on people's eyes so that they don't. They don't see the truth. What they're what they're honed in on is what they're honed in on, and and with the things that we have going on in, in today's culture, with the, uh, all the the stuff with the vaccines and the mm-hmm. science and the, the different things that people are dealing with today, uh, with the the kids in schools and and mm-hmm. you know just everything that's happened a lot has escalated a lot in the last two yes. years. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could have a stack. Of, I could have a stack of evidence. You know, of 4,000 pages thick and I can hand it to you and you could read it and you could still say it's bullshit. I don't believe it. But I think all these are small things in life. I believe so too, you know. But I think it's getting to the point now where uh, some people are, like I said, are putting the blinders on. They don't want to know the truth. Because you don't, let's not forget about evil in this world, you know. It's, uh, it has to, it has a big part of this world, you know, like, uh, when we were like understanding like life, there was darkness, and then God came in with light, and it happened. The world happens, you know. It came what it came from, nobody knows. Scientists don't. Nobody knows. Everybody's still studying it till nowadays. They're trying to figure out where all this started from. If we knew the answer, we would have known. But, if you, but, but let's go on that because you know evil has always been. Darkness, evil was before earth was created. That if we go with the Bible and what the Bible says is the angel, he was the the, the angel of light. And he... Right, he was, uh, Satan was, Satan was one, a, of his he was one of his highest angels. Highest yeah. Angels, even uh, over Jesus. Like he was way... Oh, over Jesus, like he was, he was more, he was that God's right hand man, so yeah, to speak. basically, yeah. you know, sort of speaking in a way, you know, for our conscience to understand at least that's how we put it in perspective because we don't know everything, so we can, right? So, and, and like I said, <clears throat> and, and evil has always been there, oh, yes, but but evil was not that was was not God's plan. In the Bible, at least, is what it right, mentioned. Right. It was not God's plan for this to happen like this, what we're going through right now. Right. They shouldn't have eaten Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Should, uh, shouldn't have eaten from and, a tree. And, and that was not... Good knowledge, I think it is. Knowledge. Again, we, that's another story I would love to talk about, actually, <laughs> because a lot of people don't know about like how long Adam and Eve lived. Like They lived long, like 600 years, I believe so. 700 years. I think he was older than her, with 100 years or two. Right. So. Yeah. I think she was 500 when she died, I guess. And, and see, that's, a, that's the other thing because it never, and, um, it always says, it says in the Bible, God's, in God's eyes, a day is like an hour, an hour is like a day. Exactly. So Thank we you. don't know the exact time frame. No, no, so There's no time. Time is re- relevant, but with God's, it's, time is relevant because that's why we have time because there is a time where things is going to happen. But, we might not even be alive for that to happen. We're definitely not going to be alive for that to happen. But like it could be happen within millions and millions and trillions of years from now. 
Jesus right. would and show up again, you know. And and that's what and, I what I question because it says like in, like in the sixth day I think he made he made man God made man in the garden. But, of but six so, day one day but, could have right, been trillions when, when, of years. Exactly. So that, that's my so point. So can, uh-huh. Eve could have been formed, even yes. though we as a, as, a, as a human mind and in our human intellect we we take it as a day as twenty four hours. A- Adam, Adam, Adam was Adam was there. Adam was and there. Then Eve was made Eve, from his rib. Uh, Eve made from his rib. That's what. That's a. But that's that, a big thing. But know? that one day to God could have been so a hundred years. It's not like Adam was like thirty years old. He only lived thirty years old, and then God told him, "Don't eat from the apple," and he went and ate from it. Like told you, don't eat from the apple. Right. You get out of here. I don't think it's like that. That would be like that's ridiculous. Just like if we put that into like just. You know, if you like say in like the, that in the twenty-four in the, hour first frame. thing, first yeah, first thing, and like Adam was uh, that's another subject we'll enter. <laughs> <laughs> I so, can see we're going to have to have many, <laughs> many more podcasts. Yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> so I'm, I'm done to that. That was, uh, you know, first thing Adam was not we, me and you are born with a sin, so right. we have, we have like. God understand that we were born with a sin. So heart is a little bit difficult for us more than Adam. Adam was born complete, 100%. If Adam looked at a mountain and said to the mountain, move here, the mountain would have moved. Right. And Jesus mentioned that for us in the Bible. If you really believe, if you know, you can look at this mountain and tell this mountain to move and this mountain will move if you really believe. And God, and God is there with you. If you really believe, but, but let me um, but let me get your take on this because, like I said, um, evil's always been here. Yes, and I'm sure on Earth, I, on Earth, on Earth, right, right, on Earth. But I'm sure no. if you talk back to not not talk back like Earth. being mean, but but yeah. talk back to your relatives, yes. great grandparents, gran, uh, great great grandparents, yeah. every generation has thought. Of course, even different perspective he, on life, different time, what they experience. Right, but even, even the apostles that were with Jesus thought that, you know, okay, the second coming is coming soon and, and, and all that. And every generation we've had issues, uh, you know, and we have had the Great Depression. We've had the world wars. We've had, uh, you know, the wars in your own country between – That's your, all your man-made. Right, but everybody within those – those sections of time have thought to themselves somewhere along the way that yes. it can't get around. it can't get any worse. This has got to be the end. Jesus has got to be coming back soon. The yes. second coming has got to be happening. Mm-hmm. But yet, with what's going on today, yes. a lot more people that I hear and that I talk to, it's just like it's escalated it's, tenfold. It's um, I, I believe personally that life we live in the best time ever in life right now. We have. We lived in the best time ever. Like right now, we're in a time where we have more than what we need. I believe. Like just a hundred years ago, you couldn't. We didn't have phones or you know, like simple things like these. So we live in the best time right now in life. The Bible, like from where we study, is this earth is not controlled by God. This earth is controlled by evil, by devil, because devil God brought. the devils to earth and put it in a deep earth. And that's what the story, at least from the Bible, you know, where you took him out of from the heavens and put him down in the deep earth. And he's in the center of earth. So evil, it's within us. He's within us. He's with us right now. The devil is so smart. He will make you 
feel like you're doing something right, even though it's wrong in a way. Like you will do something, they're like, "Oh, that's normal." We say "God damn it" all the time. That's one of that's one of the yeah. big things. That's one of ten, ten God's yeah, uh, shall amendments. Not, shall not take the Lord's name in vain, right? And I, uh-huh. So we we say that all the time, and it's normal. We don't even notice ourselves saying it. So like the devil is so smart, he put things in our life that made it normalize for us. So God doesn't control Earth. That's why we pray. The evil control Earth. Evil, it's all over Earth. 100% evil is taking over Earth and taking over all our life. But my, but my issue is... That's why is... we need God in our life. We need to hope. We need to pray. Because we are put in this life and evil controls it. Right, but my issue is, is that, and my question is, like we were talking about earlier, yeah. uh, we know people that, you know, like we said, if God opens a, a window, he you know, closes the door, he opens a window. Everything is in God's hands. Everything is, you know, for, for known before and all this. But, it's good to say that. That brings right. hope to life. But but there, I know people, and I'm sure you do as well, that because they live off of that. Because, by that, I'm, but because by that, we're only human. You but by that, I mean they won't the, – my mom will sit there and go, it's God's will, period. That's the way it is. It doesn't mean you can't have a voice. It doesn't mean you can't step up and say, I disagree with this because yes. God is handling it. So what's yep. the point in you standing yep. up and saying something yep. because it's in God's hands? We, we You can't blame, let's say, her for saying things like these because that time she grew up in – well, no, no, I don't mean oh, her, but yeah, I, like personally, well, I mean people, like uh, people of her generation of of, of her of her, again, her again, age again, group. How we're evolving, like in our in our age, like you're older than me, so your age even is more open-minded than the previous age, you know. And I'm more, let's say, more open-minded a little bit than maybe you, or maybe we're in the same level. You know, there's different generation. Right. People change their point of view. Of life, it's life is all about what do you see. It's what do you see. What you're giving out to life. So now we've seen, you've seen more things than your mom. Way more, many things than than your mom. You know, I don't know if your mom knows how to use a phone. Uh, Does she? Uh, (laughs) She has a smartphone. She knows how. She knows how to call me. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But to a certain, like you taught her how to do that. But like she only knows that. So especially, it's very hard to change people' beliefs, and like it's very hard. You know, like that's what she believed, and you try to. Come here and how you say like question her beliefs, and that's what she grew up all her life believing that. Well, no, I don't you, really you, mean you're not going to change her mind. She's not going to give you an opinion because she I, already been following this her own life. I don't really mean mean it in in the sense of I want to change her beliefs, no, no, but I mean like, let let like we 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 touched briefly on on like uh, explain for me why you believe that. But you take you take it's the a, people that came to this country. Initially, yes. the the pilgrims, uh, mm-hmm. when we fought for our revolution and our independence, you know, there were some that were going to be, okay, let's stay with the status quo. Let's stay under King George and blah, 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 blah. Then there were others that said, no, we we need a place. We need a way to make our own mistakes, to live our own lives, to have our own commerce our own and build our own country. Exactly. I mean, if we had just sat there and said, okay, you know, let's let King George handle it. it. We'd still be part of Great Britain and, and, the, and the UK. You know, if uh, we wouldn't be the United States of America. But so, King George didn't create 
the world. King George didn't made you. <laughs> no, no, no. But but, you know? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But I mean, but people have got to. I'm sure there yes, were some people even back then that that knew they were putting their ideas in their lives in harm's way by speaking out. I mean, you know, uh, that was tyranny yeah. against the king by us wanting to become our own nation. Yes. So. Even if if I sit here and I say the, the current administration is full of shit, we've got to we got to do something. Yes. That may be putting me in the crosshairs because they don't they want me to to follow the status quo. Mm-hmm. But people have still got to have the right to speak up. I mean, even even when you were in Iraq, yes, you know, you could speak up to a degree, exactly. Yes, but you didn't have. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you didn't have as much freedom to to say and do yes. as you do now. Of course, hundred percent. But if we don't keep those freedoms going, we're going to lose those freedoms. That's when we have thing, yeah. when we have places like Twitter that didn't like uh, something I said, yep. so let, let's tweet, let's cancel his ass. Yep. Or Facebook, you know, even even now, my Facebook and I and I not going to spend the time to go back through and fight with them. Uh-huh. But even now, I have a, a, a quadrant or, or a quadrant of people, you know, a, a group of people that are like-minded, that follow me outside of my family, that, and even my family. But I get their messages. I don't get Bill Smith's from wherever yep. because they've... I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, no. but they've kind of narrowed down my little no. my little window of who I can reach out to because of what I post. Well, well it's and not because of what I conspiracy theory. It's about you're thinking you want to think outside the box. You know that more like being isolated. They 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 went with one thing and that's working for them, and that's where the big thing as a human too, comfort, comfort when you're in comfort. Everything, you close doors in your face, all the things in your face, because you're comfortable in life. Why? I'm eating food. I have a good job. I'm going home. I'm sleeping. I have a good wife. I have good kids. Why would I want to do other things that put me in jeopardy to put my life at risk or put myself in this situation? So most of the people, like, you're being open-minded. Like, right. They say it's you not don't conspiracy want- theories. It's just like you're being open-minded. You have your own thoughts, and that's what you thought. It is. You're giving your own thought to it. If you want to say conspiracy theories, I get that. Well, they it say, is. like uh, you said, they 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 call know? it. A, you don't want to rock the boat, but and, you know, it's, you're, you're giving your own thoughts. That's you're being open minded. You're thinking outside the box. That's how that's how evolution happens. That's how we find about newer things, new technology, new things in life. We don't think outside the box. We don't have people that think differently than other people. If everybody thinks the same. Everybody do the same thing. Everybody follow the Bible 100%. We would have never get evolution, you know, evolution, get more, you know, life. But uh, again, going back to, you know, evil, you know, again, you know, when, again, God didn't want this for us and this happened, you know. Everything that happens here to us and right now in life, it's happening because evil is controlling this earth. And... God is here for us. It's given us hope. All we need is hope in this life. Because hope is very important. It gives you to think about the future. There is always something better. It's good to have something. This world is doomed. We're already in this. If you decide to want to go 
it's your choice, you know. If God did something now for us, anything in life, He would have not gave us the free will because He already gave us a free will. So if God interrupted anything in your life, it's you, you will you, you will not have free will because He interrupted in your life. So God will, we believe that He will never interrupt in our life. That's why. We pray and well, hope. Even, but even then, some people say that he does interrupt in our lives by what he allows to happen in our lives. And that's, I mean, that's just what they think because that's they're very religious people and they are just like, not not judging like the people like, oh, they're very religious people. They are closed-minded. It's not being they're closed-minded. It's like you got to put multiple things in perspective. That's what they believe in. That's what they grow up to. That's what they know. And they grow up that's what the, was the right thing to do, and that's what they thought is the right thing to do. But things in life change, and you know things happen in life. Right, and if you pardon the pun, I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit here. <laughs> so, so, you know. so that is always, uh, you know, there's always hope. That that's why we need to pray to God. You're not going to sit here and then pray for something that you. I, when I first came here to America, my always my hope, all I prayed for, hope is. I want to buy my own home so I can all of us as a family stay together. That's all what I hoped and prayed for. But I didn't sit on my ass and then just sit in there and prayed and got boom, gave me a house. I had to bust my ass, work harder than anybody else. Anybody else work hard. I had to work extra hard. Now, now let me ask you a side question on that. You said you wanted to buy your own home so you could all stay together as a family. But now is that because of of a cultural thing? No, 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 hang on, hang on. Before, what I mean is, is like most of us Americans, we we, we want the home for the family. Uh We, but like my kids are adults; they still live at home. Mm -hmm. But eventually, we'd like them to get the hell out and and go out and find their own. Every uh, culture is the same. But we want, we do want them to come back home and feel that love and and visit. Yes, same. And have a place if they need to come back home. So. Uh, Siri, <laughs> Siri's listening. Siri. Uh-oh. Oh, no, no, I don't know if it's Siri or, Siri or Big Brother is listening in. <laughs> so, but no, I, I mean, if it's a cultural thing, really, it's just like. Well, we're, I mean, I know there are some fina- cultures fina- where financially, it's not about culture. Really, it's more about financial thing. For, for to put in perspective, if mom, if my mom, right now, had a lot of money. And I had a lot of money. My sister had a lot of money. My mom speaks singular. She drives her own car. She don't want us to live with her. She wants us to live our own life. Right. But because financially we're very poor. Thank God we are not poor right now. We have everything we need. Thank God for everything. But we came from very poor background. That we had to work really hard to get to normal life. Just normal. Not like we're living luxury life. We're living normal life. You know? Right. Just right. to get to normal, it's very hard. So now we, we just like... We want to stick together to keep this going. Well, I mean, but of course, eventually, if I get married, I might not stay with my mom. I might, you know, right. Like, but what I meant with the, with the cultural aspect of it was that there are cultures, I, I believe, it is like, yes. like the yes. Spanish uh, culture and others, yes. where they have the grandparents, the great grandparents, the the parents, the children, and their family and their extended family all do stay together in, in, a, I, in a family home. I mean, some people just love to stay with family. Like for me, they drive I, me um, nuts. Well, see, that's it. You got to get them out of here because you don't want to be. Get, Go crazy, you know, if they're driving. I see, 
if they're driving in Asia, you got to just, I mean, eventually it's going to happen time. They're going to have to go, you know, I mean, but because financially they're not ready. I'm sure there is something in your life or in their life. They, they didn't decide to move on yet because there's maybe financial. So it's, most of the time it's financial, unfortunately. It's, yeah. That's what it comes down to. It's usually financial. If your kid have his own money and you have a lot of money, that's it. Dad, I'm moving. I'm going to go buy my own house. Why and would I, I want to stay with you and bother you? And that's a definite because it's, I, a, it's I, not a cultural thing. Is that it's more about the money, right? Because at least and two of my kids know, now have wanted to move out, but because right. of financial things with the economy and the culture today, they, it's right. just Dad, can I stay it's with just you? And... Not able to do it. Thank but, you so much. Uh, but for me, it is kind of a culture has to do something big with it. Definitely, you know. But but see, because, that brings uh, another question. If I have a million dollar, I will buy a huge house and I will let all my sister, her husband, her kids. My other sister, my brother, his kids, all of us live in one giant home in the 10 acres, and we all live together. But see, that brings <laughs> another question, because here at the shop here, mm-hmm. it's not just you. It's you and your sister, and it's it's family. It's family run. Yes. Whereas, not that that's a bad thing, but not, I mean, how did it end up being a family run? organization oh, okay. versus it's your sister a... going out and finding something. Yes. And you My going sister out was working something. for another company, actually. So you guys just said, hey, let's let's do this. Let's go, to, go in it's, together. Um, and... So when we were working, me and my brother, my brother was working for another company. And him and his roommate opened that company for years, 14 years. You know them. Right. I don't right. want to mention the name. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> but you know, and then uh, working for like seven years with the company, me personally, my brother was with them for 10 years. My brother was making decent enough money, like not decent enough money, really, really good money, not like regular, like right. five times X regular. Like he was making great money. So he never want to go up. Why would we go and move on and open our own company, separate and start from zero when we we're already doing good? That was my dream, though. It's to open my own business. And I wanted difficulties in life to help me straighten up. So I wanted to take these responsibilities right because that's what i chose even though i knew i wasn't going to make until this day i'm not making the same money and i'm an owner of this business i'm not making the same money that what i was making there as a partner i was making more money because we had multiple locations and there's a bigger company we're making right more but money. this is yours but this is so mine. at the end of the day it's, it's it's the fact that i did this right i worked hard to do this it's not sometimes I reached to the point that I'm comfortable in life that I can choose my own path before I had to do what I had to do to make the money. Now is I'm making the money. I know how to make the money. So let me do it my way. Yeah. You know? oh, I, and it's I, not about my way. It's not. There's a lot of things that's happening that I don't want it to happen. It's like, But I have to just go with whatever is working for me and make it happen, you know, get the best out of it, how they say, you know. So... That's how it happened. I wanted to separate, and I decided to go and open my own business. And thank God we are in America, and we have all these opportunities to do that. I helped build my credit within this six, seven years. I was working with the other company. I saved up uh, some money, of course, for a down payment. I had when I first opened my uh, the business. Actually, I only had like I think three thousand seven hundred dollar in my saving account. I didn't have money. But I had some cash saved up from side jobs that I did. Little bought a car, sold the car, made extra two thousand dollars, saved it up in the stage right. that I never touched. And the, the most I saved up within seven years was I think, I think like forty something thousand dollar, and it was all cash money. 
not in my bank. It was all money that I made. Little bit here, little bit here. I do multiple jobs. I can, I can name it for you. you know? right. I do side oh, yeah. hustles. You, you're you know? one of the busiest people Hus- I know. Hustle, you know, <laughs> we do house renovation. I do go cut your grass, make extra 200 bucks on my day off. Things like these, you know, go help my buddy move out. Give me $200. All this adds up, you know, together. Oh, yeah. It's just, you know, I didn't, I was fortunate enough to be the guy that likes to stay home and play games and not go out and spend my money. So that's how I spend my all last six, seven years of my life is... But even paying for those games gets expensive these days. <laughs> Amen. True that. Yep. There's a new system coming out every other week, it seems. Amen. So that's that's the that's the thing, you know. So it happened. And thank God we're here. I built my credit. I went to Virginia Credit Union with a little bit of cash that I had. I gave it to them. And I was able, actually, my ex-girlfriend, if I want to be detailed, tell you exactly how I did it. Uh, my ex-girlfriend and her, her mother, they were kind of like my co-signer. She is a realtor, her mom. Uh, she just had, she do like fashion and stuff like that and makeup. So she had some money. She gave me, it's called a secure credit loan. When mm, like yeah. somebody go put in money in the bank and you get to take it out immediately. It's just like you're... This is insurance. I trust this person with my money. But I just wrote a check and gave it back to them right away. Right. But it's just a trick. It's not a trick, sorry. It's a, it's a tool. Sorry, my bad. I didn't mean to use no, trick. Okay. It's a tool. <laughs> uh, it's a tool to use. This is the government give you the tool. It's these tools. If somebody can trust you with $50,000, the bank will trust you with $50,000. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, ba- the bank gave me $160,000, but I also had a lot of things in place. I've already been with the company. I was already a partner. I have a contract that I made over $6 million within eight years, for the last eight years. Right. It's not my $8 million. I maybe made, for me, within all those, maybe like 140 k maybe, within all those years, like mine you know, with my own profit, you know. But I made... You made the company I, all that money. I made, me as a person made that money. I'm the person who put those things in step. That's why those com- this company made this much money. You know, so they knew I gave them. I also had a business plan. I had everything written on papers and I had a huge business plan, full book of maybe over 40 pages of different plans, money, receipts, things that I signed, how many checks I signed on before, over two, three million dollar checks that I signed on in the last years. It was not my money. It was the company money right. again. But I was the person who was making those decisions. So the things all these put in place. So they knew you weren't just walking in going, hey, man, I need some cash. Yes, let me <laughs> open a business. I already was in this business for already 10 years, you know. So it was, sorry, not 10 years, maybe like nine years, you know, something like that. So I was already in business. So it was kind of like, it was for me, honestly, like an easy process that when I went with the bank, I kind of had already things prepared because I was already in the business. So when I went there, they just gave it to me. For me, it was like really easy process. I just gave them the paperwork. I gave them my history. I gave them all the pay- all, everything a bank need from you. I gave them every. They had no nothing to come back with. Like, hey, we need this something else from you. Hey, we need this other. You know, that's how you do it. Right. You go get a loan. Okay. Well, you got to go fix your credit first. Okay. Let me go fix my credit. All right. Well, now you got to need you need a down payment about two thousand dollars before you buy this car. All right, let me go save up for $2,000. I'll be back. Yeah. So I already did those steps for them, you know. So when Been I came there, there and done a lot of that. You know, everybody, uh. I think, done things like these in life. And so I already kind of took advantage of a situation, you know, and jumped in. And I can't even believe that happened, you know. So when it happened, I was just shocked. I was scared. 
I literally wanted to be like, holy shit, I can't believe it actually happened. Uh, uh, actually, I'm not ready. Can I give you the money back now and come back next year? Because I didn't know it was going to happen. And then I was like, that's it. I'm going to do it. The, and there's more details I can go through you with that. Well, it was, it was taking business, it, you know? <laughs> so I imagine that, that must have been nerve-wracking. You had everything in place. Yes. And then just taking that, that final step into the unknown, so to speak, even yes. though you had a background in the business, yep. you knew what you were doing. How do you know where everything comes from, where everything is going? I but, know all but, the suppliers. But this is on you <laughs> all, at, that, at that point. All on me. <laughs> yeah. I had to rent. I had to do the rent. It was, it was you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Before it was my brother renting the store, me just doing the orders, putting stuff on the shelf, and then start managing the store and sell, like being simple. Yeah, you know? So how, So how? If, if you've been in the business for, for an additional 10 years with the other company, yeah, did they get... Were they okay with you venturing out on your own? No. They because <laughs> I mean, with the amount of stuff that you supply, yes. the the juices, the the vaporizers, the coils, the whole nine yards. And for those of you that don't know what the hell I'm talking about, look it up. It's under <laughs> look under vaping, and you'll understand. I know I'm speaking Greek to those <laughs> non vapers, but. Um, so I mean, plus you had to then you had to talk to the distributors that you had. I already know them. Under, it was easy, but you knew them that under was the this step. company. That was the easy step. They already know me as my name, as they know me personally. I know the owners personally. So that was the easy oh, part. Them coming saying, "Oh, we're going to work with Terry because that was the easy." Part. We already known him for companies. 10 don't years. care, man. They want to make money. They don't care you separated from your old company. You work for Walmart right now. You decide to go open Mini Mart. They're well, going to supply you. They don't, well, see, without, you used to work at Walmart, and now you can decide to open your own business. You're going to be competitive for Walmart. That's another customer for them. Well, see, without without disclosing where I work, because I don't want to get in All trouble, right, no, uh, no. but um, I have basically with what I do, if I got fired tomorrow or I retired tomorrow and I decided, hey, you know, I want to open up my own shop according to the same lines, I basically have to wait a certain amount of time. Uh, so, if if I get laid off from my company uh, because of uh, work stoppages, strikes, uh, uh, any Whatever. any number of things that could mm-hmm. happen, I can't go get a job doing similar things that yes. I currently do. I can within go, a time period within a time period, right? All right. I, because then it's we it, had something like that in place. You had something like it that was, as well. It was not time. It was. Distance. If you decide to go open your own company, good luck. Go ahead. But you have to be at least like 10 miles within the company. So you couldn't buy the store next to us and name it Terry's Vape Store uh, while the company you used to work for is right next door. So what I did, I came all the way from down. It was actually, I think, five miles we had in the contract. So So I came all the way. I wanted to go all the way to Tabahannock. Which is about how many miles from downtown? Uh, from that, downtown, because my quite a ways from downtown. Yeah, so maybe ten miles over ten. Uh, miles. Oh, it's more than ten because it's yeah. even more than ten from here to Tappahannock. Uh, well, from here to downtown, this is I. I did my best to be the furthest I can to be the most reasonable person to be further because I don't want to ruin the relationship between my brother and his roommate that they grew up together and decide to open their own com- company together. So I decided to come all the way here. I went to go to Tappahannock. That was a little slow. Went to King William, little stop. Went little, come back again. I decided to come with Mechanicsville. It was the furthest 
There was no vape shops around this area. If there was a vape shop across the street, I was never going to open over here. I was going to go back to King William well, again. Well, now there is one. Well, now there is one, of course. <laughs> right. Now that is actually five now. Yeah, now there's like one open every... Five. Every mile now. Every other five feet. I, I don't one. do that. What's the point of that? That's just like I don't. Do. I would. I want to go somewhere. I want to be special. Go somewhere else where there is nothing there. What's the point? You know, I don't want to be com- competing with some people. I want to be in my own unique way. But it, this market is competitive, so it's going to come down to that eventually. Well, I think a lot of it, you know, especially like, uh, with. And again, correct me if I'm wrong. Like with the vape yeah. source, it was like. Five ten years ago, when the dot com dot com bubble hit, uh-huh. every company had a dot com. Tennis shoes dot com, bowling balls dot com, whatever the hell it was was dot com, and then it blew up. And I mean, I know uh, right before the uh, the last episode where kids were getting a hold of the vapes because mm-hmm. they were getting from the the gas stations and so forth, and and you know they were getting in trouble for doing them in school and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And before the government got regulated and the, the nicotine and all that stuff, which we could go on for days about. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like there was one popping up every five feet. Before? A vape store. Yeah, before that. And now that there has been the government getting involved, it's kind of like kind of shut it's, down. Was, I think it's more like, a, you know, this business, I wouldn't say it's easy to get into, but it's a business that you know you're going to have traffic. Mm-hmm. It's one of those big like uh, if you open a restaurant, that's a very hard business to get into because we wanted to open a restaurant. Actually, we we're into multiple businesses. I'm not into actually, this business. Actually, you guys probably could have you know, opened we could up open a restaurant. We want to do different things. Actually, I mean, if you come down to it, my family hates the fact that I open this business. My family do not like this business. My mom hates the fact that I smoke. Well, tell and your mom, so, but I think you guys should open up a restaurant because we, want to. we, yes, have, we, we have four different me- uh, Mexican restaurants mm-hmm. in this city or in this country. There's no Iraqi restaurant. There's no Iraqi. <laughs> there's one Thai. What? Oh. There's one Thai restaurant. Yeah. There are several steakhouses. Sorry. Uh, no, go, there's a uh, customer. My bad. All right. Well, we'll pick <laughs> this up on the next time. <laughs> yeah. So that'll leave you with a cliffhanger, everybody. So thank you again, Terry, thank for you. spending Thank time. you so much. And we'll talk yeah. to you on the next one.